Welcome to Booze and Cartoons. I'm Eric Pullman. And I'm Courtney Pullman. I am his wife. And this is a podcast where we drink booze and cartoons. <laughs> we don't drink cartoons, you silly We goose. drink it in, spiritually. That's true. What did we watch this week? We watched season one of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. It is 24 episodes long. It's on Hulu. There are 22 11-minute episodes and two 22-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was made by... Darren Nefsey. Darren Nefsey crushed it. She is... She was said, said, which is in folklore of cartoons. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> she has... so handsome. Oh, that's, again, why I'm behind a microphone on the internet. Mm-hmm. She has said that she drew a lot of influence from Sailor Moon. Yes, that's And true. it is quite evident. I mean, the wand that uh, the main character gets, just instantly I was reminded of Sailor Moon. There's a lot of, like, sequences where she, like, flies up, like Sailor Moon would, while doing things. It's, it's apparent. Yes, that's true. Shall we go into the cast? Yeah. Okay. Eden Cher is the voice of Star. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing any of this right. I'm notorious. We did not check. For mispronouncing everything. I grew up in the country where we didn't actually talk to each other. Yeah, she said milk for a while. I said milk for a long time. What was the other one? Um, Was it pillow? Wreath instead of writhe was another one that I I remember sticking out. Well, this is the end of the podcast. I filed for divorce (laughs) after learning that tidbit. But yeah, no, Eden's share is uh, Star, Star Butterfly, the main character. You might know her from the middle. She is, I believe, the middle daughter. No way. What? That's probably... I believe you described her as what, Tooth Girl? <laughs> no, I would never Eden share when you definitely listen to this podcast. I would never describe you that way. Oh, and uh, Marco is voiced by Adam MacArthur, who I have not heard of before. Uh, you're gonna have to pronounce this other one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna nail it. It's either Gray Delisle, which I would make a lot more sense, or Gray Delisle. I think you were right the first time, darling. I'm pretty sure it's Gray Delisle. That's Star's mom. Queen Butterfly. Queen Star's mom Butterfly. Yes. Is her royal name. Ooh, my favorite character, Alan Tudyk. I believe is how you pronounce his name. Sure. Also known as Steve the Pirate. He is the L-B-E-G, or Little Bad Evil Guy, Ludo. Huh. Jeff Bennett does additional voices. That's what he's credited with, and you'd recognize him if you existed in the 90s. Anytime that he plays a character, it's like, oh, hey, there's that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeffrey Tambor comes in playing Glossaric. Yep. Who's pretty great. And he, and I, I love to describe him as, Glossaric is a... Small, magical Jeffrey Tambor. Because <laughs> that's all he is, and it's just wonderfully done. Yes, my favorite thing ever is the scrape the sides. <laughs> <laughs> Dip down. <laughs> he wants pudding. <laughs> <laughs> scrape the sides! <laughs> yes, exactly. This is all getting deleted in post no, anyways. this is fine. Um, and then Jenny Slate is Flying Princess Ponyhead, my favorite character, as well as all the other characters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you... May know her as uh, John Ralphio's sister from Parks and Rec. Jenny Slate, that is not Flying Princess Ponyhead. <laughs> Crossover episode. Crossover episode between Parks and Rec. I'm going to get in touch with Amy Poehler, a good friend of mine. 
Oh, excellent. And working to make this happen. Uh, Marco Sensei is Nick Swartzen. Mm-hmm. Brian Poussain. Is that how you pronounce it? Poussain. Poussain, not Poussain. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> both are gross. Excellent. No matter. I think we're, we're butchering it either way, and they're Yay. both gross. Uh, good old buddy Brian yeah. is uh, the voice We of just threw him in here us. just because he's one of the bigger names. <laughs> His character only appears in one episode. But it's a good episode. It's a good episode. And he nails it as a lobster claws. Another person who only appears in one episode is the pale one, Jim Gaffigan. Yes. King Baby. He's actually in there as Father Time. Father Time. Yep. So a little bit about the show is uh, it's... About a 14-year-old girl who uh, is from the land, the planet, the dimension. Land, land. Land. Of Muni. Of Muni. In a dimension that is not in a dimension with Earth in it. Yes, it is a different dimension entirely. And as a coming of age, she is gifted her mom's magical wand. It's a family heirloom. Yes. But the wand is pretty cool because it really changes appearance based on who has it. And her mom is, like, super prim and proper, so her wand looks like this really cool scepter-y yeah, thing. Yeah, it's Very... just this elegant big blue scepter, and as soon as she hands it to Star, it turns into this tiny, almost like a Polly Pocket. Yes, with wings. <laughs> yes, a Polly Pocket with wings that casts magical spells. Yes, awesome. Um, so Muni people, the Mumins. Yes, the Mumins. Are different than, you know, Earth humans. Um, in ways that you know, I'll talk about later. But uh, just important thing to remember that they're from this different dimension. Star's favorite pastime that she talks about in the very first like entry to the very first episode is that she likes to fight monsters. And that's why her parents kick her off of Muni out of that dimension onto Earth, into Earth's dimension, so that uh, she can learn to use her wand and practice her magic with her book of spells that contains Glossaric. Yep. So they, and they speci- yes, they specifically send her to Earth because it is safer, quote unquote. But this leaves her unprotected and monsters and uh, Ludo's horde like want that they want that wand. They want that wando. They want that wando. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet big boy wand. <laughs> but luckily She's paired up with Marco, the... Uh, the safest kid? Yes, the quote-unquote safe kid of whatever school that he's in. So, um, Star is this foreign exchange student. She is rooming Cantaloupe? with... Marco. I'm ignoring you because I'm being serious business okay. right now. She's rooming with Marco uh, and his adorable parents. Um, they have... can, we, can we talk about Marco's parents for a second? Go ahead. I'd love to hear about Marcus. They are hashtag relationship goals. Like, just the embodiment of hashtag relationship goals. A, they are just constantly fucking. Yes. Just nonstop pound town. Damn it, now I have to delete the whole thing. (laughs) Is that your mom? Mom! Talking about sex jokes! Stop calling me mom! No, but yeah, they are just nonstop implied fucking <laughs> either they're about to or they just got done doing the damn thing yeah and you know it's really kind of nice like watching them fuck <laughs> sorry no i sorry i went weird there anywho so that's marco's parents good summary eric thank you um and then there you're introduced through some of the school kids um janna jackie thomas 
Ferguson, Alfonso, which are Marco's friends, um, Oscar, which is Star's crush, and Brittany, which is Catherine Zeta-Jones, but in cartoon, little bitch teenage form. Yep. The next big thing, next big plot point, is that Ludo is this little tiny bird guy. Yeah. Uh, he runs this horde of monsters. Who he just wants his big boy body. Yes, he wants the wand so that he can get his big boy body and become a lifeguard. Yeah. Yes. That's what he said. Oh, I'm not making that up. That I, I thought you were. I was oh. probably too drunk. <laughs> but with all the booze. That is what you do with booze. Drink it and you get drunk. Um, and some notable monsters are Buff Frog, which are which is like Buff. his yes. Buff Frog. Buff Frog. But you have to say it fast so that no one knows so what you're saying. Sort of sounds like Butt Frog. Yeah, so yeah. that's Butt Frog. Um, but anyway, that's kind of his right hand man. Um, he's the guy that Ludo sends cross dimensions to like spy on star mm -hmm. so that he can pick the right time to strike as we mentioned earlier uh he appears in one episode brian Passane, and he's the monster lo lobster claws lobster claws who's just uh waiting for his time to shine <laughs> and that's why you never see him in any other episodes he's just waiting and his time is finally there and he uses that time to dismember one of his teammates Oh, good old... Man arm? <laughs> yep. He no, his... man arm? Antler. <laughs> Chops off... Never mind. Never mind. You didn't even watch Beard the show. Beard Deer. Beard Deer was his name. Yes. Beard Deer. The antler guy. Yeah. And so he... <laughs> and Ludo says he cannot come back to the Muni dimension because he's such a failure. And the whole episode... It's a good episode. Watch, watch the whole season. End of podcast. <laughs> Anywho, and Ludo keeps getting into the Earth dimension because uh, the thing throughout the show is that they have dimensional scissors. Anybody who's anybody has dimensional scissors. Yes, and in season one, we don't know where they come from, but they're just these regular looking Probably scissors that cut holes in dimensions. Fantasy staples, I imagine. No. Quest by. Quest by. Anywho, but yeah. They actually have a name for their <laughs> fantasy Walmart. <laughs> And it's Quest by. It is Quest by. Uh, yeah, so season season two, episode two, Ponyhead comes in with her dimensional scissors. She gets sent to St. Olga's, Olga's School for Wayward Princesses, and Marco and Star get her dimensional scissors. And that is, it's Princess Jail. St. Olga's School for School? School. School for Wayward Princesses is Princess Jail, essentially, where they brainwash princesses into being... Good, obedient little princesses. It's like the, the big threat if Star doesn't sh ship her shape up. Shape, ship, shape. Her personality. She ship her shapes yes. into ships. Yeah. She gets sent to St. Olga's. Mm -hmm. That's just and what happens. turned into a ship. Yeah. A, sh a shapely ship, though. Princess. Ship. Ship princess? I think we're crossing cartoons now. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so Princess, princess Ponyhead. <laughs> Buffrog? Is that you? Yes. <laughs> the best buttfrog. Buff? Buttfrog. Moving on. a special note to make sure we didn't say buttfrog. I did. Princess Ponyhead. Uh, flying Princess Ponyhead. FPPH. Uh, enters basically to show you that Star is a badass. And that she just ain't following nobody's rules. And that Princess Ponyhead is a remnant of her awesome past of fighting monsters and partying and stuff like that. And so they go around, they party, 
they uh, play video games, and um, it's just a roundabout way to give Star dimensional scissors. I agree. They do get dimensional scissors in that episode. <laughs> yeah. So season one, um, those are the characters. That's the rundown. Basically, season one is just an introduction to what the show is. It's Star has wand, Ludo, want, wand. Except towards the end. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Ludo, after getting rid of Lobster Claws, is looking to hire somebody to help shape up his team of monsters. And that's when he hires Toffee, who's kind of this cool, like, lizard dude that wears, like, a lawyer suit. You know he's cool because of the lawyer suit. Yes, he's a cool dude, and he very sneakily, systematically takes over. And that's how season one ends with Toffee in charge. Toffee, it's very heavily implied that he has this background knowledge of Star's family and their magic wand. The coolest episode that rewatching it for me is the Mune Pendence Day when Star, Day. Star does the, she wants on Earth to do a reenaction of this huge battle. A reenaction. <sighs> I've been drinking. <laughs> a reenactment. Writhing around. <laughs> breathing? Just breathing with their lungs. Anyway, so reenactment. Crushed it, baby. Oh, God, I'm so hot. Um, so she does that thing, and she wants to do it with her Earth friends. And so she kind of assigns some to be monsters. And some to be the Mumins. Mm-hmm. And the Mumins are very clearly, like, advantaged. Way, yeah. It's... Like, huge suits of armor. They have magic. And, like, she uses Fish in magic. a Barrel gives, like, <laughs> too much credit to the fish. Because it was... She uses magic to take away the monster's weapons before they do this enactment. And it's great. Well, and... it's a reenactment still. no. Because she didn't murder them. She didn't re, like, this is the independence of Earth. Welcome to Earth. Anyway, so long story short, is that the cool thing for me is that she has a chance to annihilate Buff Frog at the end of this episode. And said, you know, when she is introduced to the story as like, man, I just like fighting monsters. That's who I am. Mm. And it shows her, like, looking at him and, like, lifting up her wand and just kind of, like, letting him go. And it's really, really cool. And it shows that, like, character development in a really subtle way that makes me really appreciate the show as a parent. They also have character development in not a subtle way in, uh, oh, God, what's it called? Uh, Mew? Mew. That's not a word. Mew. Muberty. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Star, at one point, goes through Muberty, which, um... It's puberty. It's puberty for Am I pronouncing for that mu- right? Yes. Puberty? Yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, it's puberty for humans. And it's just a very aggressive way to demonstrate puberty because she literally, like, transforms and captures boys. And from that point on... She turns into a butterfly person, which yes. is awesome because her last name is Butterfly. Mm-hmm. So, legit. Yeah. And from that point on, like, the, uh, well, I guess, let's say it like this. Um, the things that happen after puberty happen to Star, where she starts liking boys. Just boys are all the rage now. Yeah, and the guy that she really settles her 
desires upon is Oscar. Uh, this total dorky dude, losery guy. He's Napoleon Dynamite. He is Napoleon Dynamite, like, as voice, but mm-hmm. also just in his, like, lack of ambition. He's never shown, like, he's hanging around the school. He's never shown actually in the school he's or taking a class. got a record. A record. <laughs> So yeah, he's got his key tower, he sits on his car outside at the school and... Writes songs about his mom and her stupid boyfriend. Yeah. Like doesn't we all did. Doesn't want to clean his room. Yeah. With our key tars at, at, at 14. I don't know how... How does he have a car? He's probably 24. He might... Yeah. He's, he's a predator. He's ageless. He's a vampire. <laughs> he's probably a vampire also. But yes, so... That's yeah. essentially it. I mean, there's, there's, there's stuff... Immunity. She gets wings... It shows, like, it emphasizes that she's not an Earth person Mm -hmm. because she turns into a butterfly sometimes. Yeah. But the army's not called, she's not murdered. So that's, like, that's when I lost interest in the show. It's like, this isn't believable. But, for me, it's like, it's called Muberty because they're Mm -hmm. humans, but we call it puberty even though we're not pubans. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fun thought. <laughs> yeah, so just mull and that then over. Became famous for being the funniest person alive. <laughs> How long have you been thinking about that joke? For days. For days. I oh my goodness. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tell that joke so bad. No, the setup was poor, but the joke nailed it. You can't deny. Yeah. So, fellow pubans, <laughs> which is what we will not be called. Anyone who listens to this podcast, you're now a puban. Oh no. Oh no! Look what you've done. Uh, so that's essentially, essentially season one. We delved into individual episodes. Tell your mom to leave a little us bit. alone. Mom, leave us alone. Um, but yeah, what do you think? What do you, what do you think? I know this is one, this is a show you like quite a bit. This is a show that you got me. This is a show me. that I like quite a bit. And as promised by our introduction of booze and cartoons, as a parent, my my thoughts are that it's really great to watch with the kids and it's yeah. cool to watch something that like has a story. I love the positive female role models. We have a son and it's nice to watch him be like, yeah, we're going to play this game and also I'm going to be star. And yeah, we we don't rate everything on like <laughs> how many adult jokes are there? Do you almost see penises? Cuz you do a couple times. Marco's dad. Marco's dad mainly cuz they're always boning. Just <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. We, we, we got there. Um, and, I mean, that does make kids' cartoons more entertaining as adults who are boozing. But, or if you're not boozing. Yeah. versus Yeah. Okay. And so it's not necessary, but there are jokes that are so subtly written that, like, are hilarious to me. And my darling wife. Well, and they're not necessarily adult jokes or like sex jokes or like, oh, haha, in Shrek when he says he's compensating for something, nod, nod to the parent in the room. Yeah. But just like, my kids don't know what a fucking fanny pack is. And Marco gets his parents' fanny packs because he's the safe kid and it's hilarious. Yes. And it's just like, it's just stuff like that where you're like, oh man, kids wouldn't know what this was because they weren't alive in the 90s. (laughs) And it amuses me. Yes. That's all I got. I think it's a good show that you can watch with your kids and not be, like, bored out of your fucking skull. Mm-hmm. And it's age-appropriate. Like, our kids are... The kids that are cognitive and able to watch this are 5 to 9. And it's not like 
they're horrified by Margot's parents having sex. Yeah. And they're not like, oh man, we're totally bored because this is Dora the Explorer either. Yeah. Like it's a really it's a really good range where the humor is present for that age group, which is rare. A rare find. Yeah, and it's things because we're we're there for, for the adult lols. And every now and then one of our kids will point out something that is just still super funny. But that we looked over, he's like, oh, whatever. Like, while we were rewatching the season, our son pointed out that uh, these puppies that show up have heart butts. Yes, they have <laughs> little hearts on their butts. And now it's just something that I can't unsee these little puppy heart butts. And they're totes adorbs. They're, they're totes adorbs. And they're reoccurring. Like, they were just appeared in like episode one or two, and just they're now in the themes, the opening theme song. They're just everywhere. And. I love them. I I love puppies. I love lamp. I love I love you. Oh, I love you too. It's getting deleted. <laughs> no, keep it. How much you love? Oh. Anywho, a lot of our theories don't really. They'll spoil season two for you. So watch season one. Come back for our BAC season two should be next week of season two. Yep. And we'll talk more about theories, and then we'll talk more about the big, super awesome movie that they got coming out. Yeah, this we this was just a coincidence too. We're gonna do these two casts of season one, season two, and by the time uh, lying, we plan this. She's lying. I don't plan anything. We're professionals. We plan things. Yes, professional podcasters with professional podcasting equipment. You should see it, guys. Yeah, we don't share a microphone in our kitchen. We don't do that, no. The studio. Silly. Can you keep it down out there, Jay-Z? You'll get your turn soon enough in our <laughs> podcasting such booth. Such a dick. Such a dick. Did Ugh. you hear he cheated on Beyonce? What? With Becky? Yeah. She had the good hair? I don't think so. <laughs> Not Jay-Z. <laughs> Not over. old family man Jay-Z. That's what they call him when he was in NWA. <laughs> I know rap. Let's go. <laughs> okay, and our last section is a Twitter review of movies. Yeah, and we're new. We don't have anyone. Uh, so this is... We have so many people who follow our Twitter. At least nine people do right now. So uh, in this section, what we would like to do is send in Twitter suggestions for animated movies. You do that. that. We don't. Yes, you do that. Send in Twitter suggestions for animated movies. We'll do a short... Funny dance. A funny dance. <laughs> that if you listen closely, you can hear our feet slapping the floor. <laughs> exactly. And funny dance. and But it will be... The dance will be about the movie. And if you saw it, you'd get it. Like, you'd get it. You'd get it. You'd get it. Anyways. But for real? But for real? Can I get real for a second, huh? Yeah. Send in suggestions for animated movies for us to watch. At the end, we will review a movie. Um, give you, not to give it a cheesy name, but I'm about to. Oh, I can't wait. This could be great. The cheesy name is The Movie Minute, or we'll spend about a minute, two minutes, to uh, review said you animated movie. movie minute. It better be just a fucking minute. It'll be exactly 60 seconds of this movie as told by us. And so if you could do that uh, by next week, we'll have that. Um, thank you for listening to Booze and Cartoons. Be sure to check in next week for Season 2 of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Uh, if you liked our opening theme, it was made by a good buddy of mine named Chris McCray. 
Uh, he does a lot of good stuff, so check him out. You can check him out at mccraycompositions.com. That's M-C-R-A-E compositions.com. So yeah, see you next week. Bye.